The Beis Halevi says in Pashas Mishpatim that when Klai Yisrael was mocked in Nasev and Ishma, many Malachim came down and put two crowns on the head of every Jew, one that said Nasa, one that said Nishma. And the Beis Halevi asks, what does it mean at the time that they were mocked in Nasev and Nishma? Why doesn't it say when they, when they said Nasev and Nishma? What's the idea of being mocked in Nasev and Nishma? So the Beis Halevi explains that the difference between Nasev and Nishma is that Nasa means we will do the mitzvahs, we will do the Torah, we will follow the Torah. And Nishma means we'll, we'll hear the Torah, we'll learn the Torah. So he said, if it would have just said the opposite way around, if it would have said Nishma Vanasa, which is the right order, we will hear it and then we will do it. We will hear the Torah, we'll learn the Torah, and then we'll keep the mitzvahs. So then it would be one aspect of Limerat Torah. It would be Lumod Avanas Lasos. It would be learning on the condition and with the plan of, of fulfilling. But by writing, by being maktim, nasa l'nishma, there we see two aspects of Torah. One is the nasa aspect, which is doing the mitzvos, which automatically requires the learning of those mitzvos in order to perform them. And then the nishma, the learning afterwards, that's just learning Torah stam for the sake of learning Torah. So there are two aspects of limit Torah. There's the nasa aspect, which is the learning in order to know the halachas and what to fulfill, what mitzvos to fulfill. And then there's the Nishma, which is just learning not to fulfill it, just to learn, just to add some Limerat Torah. And therefore, says the Beis Halevi, the, the Chazal tell us that it was when they were mocked in Nasa and Nishma, so they were on themselves both aspects of Limerat Torah, that's when the Malachim put the crowns on their head. Because if they would have just said Nishma and Nasa, it would have been only an acceptance of the Limerat Torah leading to the, to the Maisa. But it wouldn't be an acceptance of the Limerat Torah of the Amelis Batorah, of the other aspect of Limerat Torah. I recently heard a beautiful word. The Megillah, the Gemara Megillah says that Esther's name was Hadassah. And why was she called Hadassah? Because she was like a Hadass. And Tzadikim are called Hadassim. Tzadikim are called Hadassim. So the question is that we know there's a famous measure that talks about the Arab Aminim. We have the Lulav, the Esther, the Hadassim, and the Ravos. And the measure tells us that the esrog has both taste and smell, that represents a person who has Torah and mitzvahs. Then we have the hadasim, who have a smell, doesn't have a taste, that represents the Jews that have maizim, they have mitzvahs, but they don't have Torah. Then we have the lulav that has taste, right, it has, from a day tree, it has taste, it doesn't have a smell, that represents the Jews who have Torah and don't have mitzvahs, don't have maizim. And there's aravos who don't have Torah, don't have mitzvahs, and that's like the arova that doesn't have smell and doesn't have taste. And the measure says we bring them all together and we do the mitzvah of the Aramidim all together, all Chayisrael joining together, joining forces. So we see from that Medrash that a hadas, although it represents a tzaddik, it only represents a tzaddik in Maisa, in the mitzvahs, not in Limerat Torah. That's a hadas, which has a taste, a smell, does not have a taste. So why wasn't Esther's name Esrog? Why don't we name her Esrog? Esro represents a greater tzaddik, has, has smell and it has taste. It represents someone who has Torah and has Maisim. So I heard from a Forsheimer from Lakewood. He said a beautiful pshat. He said the pshat is that since Esther was an Isha, an Isha, out of the two aspects of Limerat Torah, does not have the Limerat Torah be'etem, the Amelus Torah, Limud for learning itself. Rather, she has the learning just in order to know what mitzvahs to perform. And therefore, it's so appropriate that she's called Hadassah, that she's represented by the Hadass, because the Hadass is something that has mitzvahs, and of course, how do you do the mitzvahs? Only by learning what you have to learn for the mitzvahs. 
but she doesn't have Torah. She doesn't have, she doesn't have the taste. She doesn't have the Torah because a woman is not mukhriv in that aspect of Torah. And therefore when it comes to Esther, which represents the Isha, which represents only one aspect of Libra Torah that women are mukhriv in, so when we're referring to her as a, as a tzaddikis, and give her a name of tzaddikim, we give her a name of Hadassah, and not a name of Esther. That's a beautiful chat. And he says, that's pshat also in, in, in the Pesukim, in, in Bechukosai, he says, in Bechusai Telechu, v'es Mitzvah Tishmaru, so Bechusai Telechu is Shetu Amelum Batorah. That represents Amelum Batorah on its own. But doing the Maisim, that's Mitzvah Tishmaru. And learning the Torah in order to do Maisim is all included in Mitzvah Tishmaru. And Bechusai Telechu is this other aspect of Limar Torah, just learning Lishma, just learning for this purpose. Now if we bring it back to Tabrich Torah, so the Shulchan Aruch says, that women are mechuyiv in Birchus Torah, and the question that the Mefarshim all grapple with is why are women making Birchus Torah? Women are potter from Talmud Torah. If women are potter from Talmud Torah, so why are they making a bracha of Birchus Torah? So one of the answers is a few different mahalchim, but one of the answers is based on this idea that even though a woman is potter from the aspect of Talmud Torah, of Amelus Torah, of learning Torah just for learning's sake, that she's potter from, but a woman is mechuyeves in Libera Torah in order to fulfill the mitzvahs that she needs to fulfill. And therefore, since she's mechuyev to learn Torah, to understand the mitzvahs that she has to perform, therefore a woman, in fact, says Birchaz Torah. That's what some of Farshim say, that women say Birchaz Torah. Because they are mukhuyev in the Rimei Torah for the mitzvahs that they are mukhuyev in, they have to know the laws in which they must perform. But the Gura is not satisfied with such a pshat. The Mechaschinach is not satisfied with such a pshat. The Gura asks. The pasuk says, "V'limaratam osam es b'neichem, b'neichem lo b'noseichem." You should teach Torah to your sons, not your daughters. That's how we know that women are potter. So the fact that women are are, are learning Torah to understand the mitzvahs that they're doing, that's not a mitzvah of Talmud Torah. The bracha of Birchas Torah is the bracha on the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. Women don't have the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. All women have is is the mitzvahs. In order to do the mitzvahs, they have to learn. But that's not. You can't say that they're mechuyu the limerat. They're not mechuyu the limerat Torah. Limerat Torah is a chiyah be'etzav. Women are part of the limerat Torah. It's a mafresh apostle that says women don't don't learn Torah. So why do we? So why do we? So why do we say that women make pirkas Torah because they're mechuyu the limerat Torah for their mitzvahs? It's not mechuyu the limerat Torah. They're mechuyu to keep the mitzvahs. You can't keep the mitzvahs unless you unless you unless you unless you know what to do. So the mele you're learning Torah to know what to do. But if you would happen to know what to do, you would know, there's no aspect of, there's no chi of Limera Torah. Fakir says, well, there's a pasuk that excludes them. They're the Dafka Pata from Limera Torah. So that is the question that the Gra asks. That's the question that Menchaschinach deals with. And then there's a famous answer of the Menchaschinach and of the Briskorov. And they say that the Pshat of women being chayiv in Birchas Torah is simply because when women Make a Birchaz Torah, it's not a Birchaz Torah, it's not a Birchaz on the Mitzvah Talmud Torah, it's not a Birchaz Mitzvah, it's a Birchaz Hashvach, it's a Birchaz that's just praising the Torah. It's like, the Mechazchinach says, it's like benching. Even though we have no Mitzvah to eat, we have no Mitzvah to eat on a Thursday night, to eat a bagel, but when we eat a bagel, so now we're Mechuyav to say a, a, a benching, we Mechuyav to make a Birchaz on the, on the Achilu that we do. So too he says also, it's not a din, because the Torah is not a din in a birchaz mitzvah that only if you mukhuyim the mitzvah you make the bracha. Birchaz Torah is a bracha on the Torah. The Torah itself requires a bracha. So anyone who chooses to learn Torah, 
You're not a Torah. You're an Isha. You're not a Torah. A chash of a thing, so much so that the Torah instituted that Birchas HaTorah requires a bracha. So even one who's learning Torah without the Chiyot Tama Torah has to make a bracha because the Torah itself requires, this idea requires a bracha before it is learned of Birchas HaTorah. That's another pshat and why women are chayiv in Birchas HaTorah. Rav Scheinberg says an interesting pshat to answer this kasha, the Menchasinach, again the Menchasinach's kasha was, how can you say women are mechuyavos? In Birchat HaTorah, because they're mechuyiv to learn the aspects of Torah that women are mechuyiv in doing the maizim, so they have to learn the mitzvahs in order to know what to do. So the Menchazchinach asks, but the Ba'atim, they're part of Talmud Torah. That's just if they need to do the mitzvah, they have to learn what to do. That's not a mitzvah of Talmud Torah. So Shari wants to say that maybe the Pshad of those Mepharshim is that Ba'atim, really, women are mechuyiv in Talmud Torah. Betzim, there is a chiyav in Talmud Torah. But women were excluded from the mitzvah of Talmud Torah of the, of, of the nishma, the nishma aspect. But the other aspect of, of Nasa, in fact, there is a chiyav Talmud Torah to learn the ways to perform the mitzvah of No, it's not the pshat that women are potter in Gantz, like the Mechastunach asked in his kasha, that they're potter totally from the mitzvah of Talmud Torah, that the Limaritim Osonis Benechem, the Lozim Benosechem, knocks them out from the Torah totally. But they're chayav in mitzvah, so immediately they have to know what to do. No, that that pasuk is only excluding them from the mitzvah of Talmud Torah, of the Amelus Torah, of the, of the Nishma. But the Nasa, they're, they're Mechuyavos in Talmud Torah. And therefore, since they're Mechuyavos in Talmud Torah, they're in fact are Mechuyavos to make the bracha of a Birchus HaMitzvah on the Mitzvahs that they have to perform, on the Torah that they're learning in order to perform the Mitzvahs that they're performing. I want to just end with one very nice mushal that the, that Rashwa brings out in the Sefer on Tefillah. He says that we talk about in Talmud Torah, by Birchus HaTorah, we say, that we're talking about being Osek in Torah, being Amal in Torah, which is, represents the difficulty of Torah, breaking your head over Torah. And then right afterwards we go into the Haradna Hashem Hakeinu, Hashem should make it sweet. So he says that the muscle of a person who goes into a pool, a person who goes into a pool, the water is freezing cold, the first step that you take in is freezing cold, and you don't want to be in there. You want to go swimming, but it's so cold, you want to run out. But as you go in and you stay in for a couple of seconds, it starts warming up, you start getting used to the water. And then after a couple of minutes, you're ready, it's kishmak, and you're enjoying your, your time in the pool. So, so too by Talmud Torah, in the beginning it's hard. It starts off, a person has to break his head over Torah, a person has to be omel, has to work very, very hard, he has to break his head, he has to overcome things in order to get a connection to Torah. But once he gets that connection to Torah, then it's sweet afterwards. Then it's sweet afterwards, then it's Vaharevna. So that's the Hemshech of the Brachos, he says, that it's Lasso B'Divay and then it goes right into Vaharevna, because through the Lasso B'Divay it develops into Vaharevna, it develops into the sweetness of Torah, and that's what the goal is, that when we're learning, and if it's difficult for us, that it's only in the beginning, but to realize that as we're learning, and as we get more into learning, and we're, we train ourselves to to properly learn, then the Torah becomes all sweetness, it becomes gishmak, and a person sometimes has to go through a little bit of trouble in the beginning in order to get the sweetness at the end, and there's no different by Talmud Torah, like a person going into the pool, it's freezing when you first go in, and then it's gishmak.
to be Kabbal Torah properly, to be Omal Torah, to be Kayim, that which we were Kabbal and Arsina, Nasa, Nishma, both aspects of Limit Torah, the Limit Torah, in order to perform the mitzvahs and the Amelus Torah, just for the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. How long was that?